return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. So let's welcome Isaac, all right, as he comes to share tonight. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Dave. Shall we bow our heads for a prayer? We give you praise and honor you, our most high God. Thank you. You deserve all glory and you deserve all praise tonight. Yes, Lord. You are the reason we live, O God. And this evening we bless you and honor you. We commit our hearts, minds, soul, and bodies unto you, O God, that even as we sit in your presence, may you bless us with your word. May you nourish us, may you empower us, may you equip us. May you bless us, O Lord. May we live here transformed. May we live here be made better people than we came. Yes, At the end of the day, all glory will be given unto your name. Thank we pray that, Lord, you use me as a vessel to speak for your word, and your word only, O God, unto your people. Yes. Thank you, Jesus, for an answered prayer. Jesus. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 We, amen. We thank God for tonight. And uh, God bless you, Pastor Dave. Uh, just this past month was Pastor's Appreciation Month. Um, Pastor Dave, Pastor Jeannie, Pastor Randin, we really appreciate the work that you do. And now I want to say that God richly bless you so much. Um, today I was in the lab. I was wearing my gloves in my goggles, my lab coat, working on some cancer cells. And I had my phone, you know, and I saw a message pop up. You know, sometimes I can see the message. And that was Pastor Jeannie's message to, to fire starters. And I couldn't read the entire message, but whilst I was working, I could see just some few words that... Um, God bless you. The pastors are here praying for you. And yeah. I was like, I was touched. And we believe that your prayers and your, and your work in the vineyard is building us up yeah. and is, is bringing forth the will and the purposes of God concerning our lives to pass. So God richly bless you so much. We appreciate you. Amen. Can I just take one minute? Tell them the cancer research you're doing. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. so this is not scripture. This is what I'm doing. Okay. So... Yeah. Um, I'm working in the area of cancer, and I'm working on multi-drug resistance. So yeah. cancer cells are becoming rogue. They are becoming more tough and stubborn to the chemotherapies. Yeah. So they are able to produce some proteins that enable them to literally spit out the chemotherapy out of the cell. Yeah. So the chemotherapy is not able to achieve its therapeutic target because the cancer cell spits it out quickly. So what I'm doing is trying to identify ways by which we could suppress this protein so that if we treat these cancer cells with the chemotherapies, the chemotherapies can stay within the cancer cell and kill the cancer cells. So we are making a lot of headways and working towards publishing a paper. We found something very interesting. And we are hoping in future it can help humanity. Amen. Yeah, and you know, just, let me just say this. Uh, you know, this is cutting-edge research yeah. happening right here at SDSU and people in our church. Amen. And others have gone before you also yeah. doing research yeah. on cancer cells. Yeah. And I remember one time at the house, people said, oh, I need some this cancer. And they share <laughs> cancer cells and so forth. But I thank God. You know, God gives us knowledge. Amen? Amen. So we thank, you know, the supernatural, but also thank God for what he's doing in the natural. And these are things that, boy... 
years from now, sometime, it'll, we can eradicate Amen. 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 That's good. Amen. God Amen. bless you. So yes. tonight we'll look at um, the Word of God. Yes. And our, our topic for tonight is God will crown your year with His goodness. Amen. 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 So we'll read Psalm 65, verse 1 to 11. Yes. To you belong silence, and praise is due and fitting to you, O God in, in Zion. And to you shall the vow be performed. O you who hear prayer. To you, to you shall all flesh come. Yes. Iniquities and much varied guilt prevail against me. Yet, as for our transgressions, you forgive and purge them away. Make atonement for them. Okay. Blessed is the man. You forgive and purge them away. You know, make atonement. So, blessed is the man whom you choose and cause to come near, that he may dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, yes. your holy temple. By fearful and glorious things do you answer us in righteousness. O God of our salvation, you who are the confidence and hope of all the ends of the earth and of those far off in the seas, who by might have founded the mountains, being gathered with power, who still, who still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, and the tumult of the peoples, so that those who dwell in the earth's farthest part are afraid of signs of your presence. Yes. You make the places where morning and evening have birth to shout for joy. Yes. You visit the earth and saturate it with water. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide them with grain when you have so prepared the earth. Yes. You water the fields furrows abundantly. You settle the ridges of it. You make the soil soft with showers, blessing the sprouting of his vegetation. You will crown the year with your bounty and goodness, and the tracks of your drip with fatness. Yep. Amen. Amen. And if you read the NLT version, the verse 11, it says that you will crown the year with your goodness, and the, and the hardest grounds shall be fruitful. Yes. Even yes. the hardest ground shall be fruitful. Yes. Amen. And this was a message God gave me before the year started, I shared a little, I shared a little bit with, um, with the church, those who came for the watch night service. And, and when I was told I'll be sharing the word of God today, I was like pondering over the word of God and what do you want me to tell your people? Yeah. And it's like the year is almost ending. We are in the penultimate month of the year, the last but one month of the year. Yeah. And God was just telling me that his word he has said will still come to pass. Yeah. He said that this year will be a year of his goodness. Amen. So tell the church that he will still fulfill his word. So tonight we are talking about God crowning our year with his goodness. And, and, and so many things have happened this year. Even though the year hasn't ended, it's been a tough year. It's been a very difficult year. So many nations, especially developing countries, are still struggling, you know, coming up from COVID. Economies are in shambles. Ghana is really suffering now economically. Africa is facing a lot of challenges because COVID hit so hard and still the economy is not reviving. Yeah. You know, um, globally, we had war, you know, in, in Russia, Ukraine, yeah. and, and Ukrainians who didn't expect this, people have right. been ousted from their homes. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know where to go. Right. Life is difficult for them. Yes. And, and, and Russia is, is a higher supplier of um, fuel, gas. And because of that, so many African countries that depended on them are, are suffering. Yeah. 
it's really difficult for everyone. Yes. And, and, and individually, people are also suffering. You know, there are people who trusted God for greater blessings this year. Yeah. And we are in the 11th month. Many have not still seen their prayers answered. People are, you know, still in a state of shock. Many are praying. Many are still trusting in God. Yeah. Seeking God for breakthroughs. People lost their loved ones. People are still struggling with sicknesses. Yeah. Praying and trusting God that God will take them out of it. Yes. And here we stand, the year almost ending. Here we stand, 11th month of the, of the, of the year, yeah. and no answers. And, and so many people have given up. So many people have, have given up on the year. They have already given up on God. But tonight, God wants me to give you a word of assurance Amen. that the year hasn't yet ended. Amen. And he's going to crown your year That's with his goodness. Right. Right. It doesn't matter what you are facing now. It doesn't matter the challenges that are going on in your life. It doesn't matter how you feel your prayers haven't been answered. God still is going to crown your year Amen. with his goodness. You know, because yeah. we are humans, sometimes we are very limited. You know, we try to predict or forecast the future mm-hmm. based on happenings sure. in the present. Yeah. And, and sometimes as humans, we feel. Yep. I remember in the year 2000, uh, we were told that a, a rock was going to fall from the skies. I don't know whether Americans heard of that. Uh, yeah, in Africa, my, my colleagues will all testify. You know, in the year 2000, we, we were told that when we enter the year 2000, there was going to be, a, I don't know whether it's a comet or something going to fall to destroy the entire world. And everybody in Ghana, you know, can testify of this. And so many people were like, um, in 1999, December 31st, churches were packed. People were praying. Sinners who didn't like to go to church thought that the year 2000 was going to be, you know, the destruction of the, of the earth. And, and people were seeking the face of God so that God would deliver them. And, 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 and the year passed and nothing happened. You know, so, so a lot of things are going on. But, but, you know, as humans, our predictions fail. Yep. As humans, what we forecast fail. You know, God wants me to tell you tonight that he is not man. Amen. He is God. His ways Amen. are not our ways. His right. ways are unconventional. Yes. What we have, you know, given up on, God comes in and turns it around. Yeah. When you read Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8, the Bible yeah. talks about his ways. Yeah. You know, the Bible says that, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. People are going through a lot. I think last time I was, yeah. I was sharing with Firestarters how I received a message on Facebook Messenger. Um, somebody I, I accepted a friend request from. I didn't even know the person, but I realized we had mutual, two mutual friends. And I just, I don't know, I just accepted the, friend, the friendship. Yeah. And I think one night uh, after preaching like this, I went home and whilst I was retiring to bed, I was just going through my phone and I see this message. And he's telling me of how God has used me to touch his life. He's in Ghana. Yeah. He was watching via Facebook. He didn't know what he would have done to his life the next morning. I showed that message to my wife. My wife can testify about that. And and how God, you know, ministered to him virtually, you know. And and now he has hope. Even though things are not well, he believes that there is there is God's plan for his life still holds. So so anytime we get the opportunity, let's encourage. Anytime we get of the opportunity. Let us not just condemn. Let us, you know, speak life into people yes. because that is what God expects from us. Yes. People are being touched all over around the world by the good words we hear. So, so people are really going through a lot. 
But tonight God is saying that he will still crown our year with his goodness. And all that he's expecting from us is that we have to live in expectancy. We have to, you know, keep hope alive. We have to still trust in him. We have to still look up to him and know that even though things may be difficult, it may not be pleasant. Your situation may be very challenging. Just have hope that it shall end in praise. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so, so when you look at crown, you know, we, we, know, we know what a crown is. A crown is, is, is an ornament, a glittering ornament that, you know, that depicts royalty. Right. So queens and kings and, and, and royals and empress, you know, put on crowns. Yeah. And, and it, 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 it tells about, you know, their power, their dignity. And it also set them apart from commoners. So that when you see a king or when you see a royal, because of his crown, he's so much different yeah. from the commoner. Yeah. And, 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 and God has made us to understand in the book of First Peter chapter 2, verse 9, that you and I are a chosen generation Amen. and a royal priesthood. Yes. It means that in the spiritual realm, he has already crowned us. We are royals. So, so, so I, it, it is my prayer that even as he, he tells us that he's going to crown our year with his goodness, and spiritually, you and I are already crowned. May he literally crown our year with his goodness. It means that he's setting us apart. He's making this year a different year altogether. So hold on to your faith and hold on to the word of God. One thing about the crown is that a crown can be earned. You know, in a competition, people compete and sometimes they earn crowns. So when you look at the Olympic Games, sometimes they make crowns of leaves and then they put it on the head of those who are victorious. You know, when people go for beauty pageants and, 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 and they win, you know, they are given crowns to show that they are victorious. Among yes. all the people, they are the victorious ones. Yeah. So, so, so if God says that he's going to crown our year with goodness, it means that he's going to give us victory. He's going to make this year a victorious year for us. It doesn't matter how, you know, the indicators are showing that it's not going to end well. You know, but God is saying that he's going to crown the year with his goodness. It means that he's going to give us victory. Victory. You know, 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Bible says, he said that, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So, so God has given us victory. We just have to lay hold on it. We just have to, you know, believe in faith and grasp it. He has given us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and one thing about crown is that sometimes we, we literally crown people who are exceptional. We don't, we don't virtually, we don't, you know, practically put crowns on them, but we give them titles. So, so, so we have king of pop. Michael Jackson is the king of pop because he's good at what he does. So everybody has accepted that he's the king of pop. You know, Elvis Presley is called the king of rock and roll because he's very good at his craft. So we call him a king. We have already crowned them. I know this boxer called Tyson Fury. He's a heavyweight boxer. He has won a lot of titles, and he calls himself the Gypsy King. So these are like crowns, literal titles we give to people who are exceptional in the things that they do. So if God is really going to crown our year with his goodness, it means that he's going to make this year exceptional. He's going to make this year different from any other year. It doesn't matter how things look like. His word for our lives will come to pass. Hallelujah. So when you look at the scripture we read in Psalm 65, you know, it is a psalm that was written by David. And, and yeah. David, unlike his son Solomon, you know, and, endured a lot of struggles. He endured a lot of battles. So if you look at the kingship, he's one of the kings who really fought battles. Yeah. His kingship from, the, from how he even ascended the throne yeah. and throughout his tenure as a king, 
It was just full of battles. So people say that he fought all the battles that Solomon didn't fight. So, so after fighting, the, especially the Philistines were a group of people who really tormented him. They were always fighting him. And he, he, he did not really enjoy so much peace. But when you look at this psalm very well, it talks about a time that he actually enjoyed the goodness of God. And he wrote this psalm, you know, a time where he sang praises and gave thanks to God for his goodness in the life of the people of Israel. A time where God had, you know, increased their harvest and God has brought them joy. God had brought them peace. God had given them victory over their enemies. That was when he, he sang this song, you know. And when, when you look at the goodness of God, you know, the whole scripture actually talks about what an individual experiences when God's goodness, you know, crowns his ear. The, the first thing we see is that when God crowns your year with his goodness, you know, he answers your prayers. He answers your prayers. In the book of, in the, in the, in book of um, Psalm 60, 65, verse 2 and the 5, say that, Oh, you hear prayer. To you shall all flesh come. By fearful and glorious things do you answer us in righteousness. O God of our salvation, you who are the confidence and the hope of all the ends of the earth and of those far off on the seas. So he was just talking about how God had crowned that year with his goodness. And one of the things, you know, he enjoyed was God answering his prayer. God answering the prayer of the people of Israel. You know, it, it's, 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 it's so much joyous to see your prayers answered. And it is my prayer that even as God is assuring us that he's going to crown this year with his goodness, may every secret prayer of yours be answered. Before the year end, may every Christ you have cried in your secret place, trusting God to come through in your situation. May God hear your prayer. Hallelujah. May God hear your prayer. Bible says in the book of 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12, it said that the eye of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayers. And Bible has made us to understand that you and I are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So if the eye of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayers, then in this year of his goodness, the Lord's ear will be attentive to our prayers. It doesn't matter how big and how challenging the sickness is. It doesn't matter how challenging the situation is. God is a prayer answering God. So God answered the prayers of David. He was praying that out of all his struggles, out of all the fights, out of all the battles, God will bring the people of Israel to a point in their lives where they shall also enjoy peace. And in that year, when they experienced the goodness of God, the Bible said that he answered their prayers. Amen. It is my prayer that God will answer every prayer, Amen. even in the name of Jesus. And, and one thing we see about, about God's goodness in the verse 4, we see something in the verse 4. You know, he satisfies us with his goodness, the joy of his house. You know, in the, in the book of um, Psalm 65, verse 4, Blessed is the man you, the blessed is the man you choose. And cause to approach you, that he may dwell in your court. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. Hallelujah. You know, when you look at Psalm 64, you know, it was, it was written at a time where the, the, the people of Israel were spiritually fruitful. You know, they were flourishing. Things were working out for them, like I said. It was a victorious time. They had bumper harvest. You know, and, 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 and they always rejoiced and they were happy to go into the house of the Lord. They were always joyous because they are experiencing the goodness of God all over in their lives. So they were happy to worship. They were, they were happy to serve God. You know, the reason why a lot of people have given up on God, the reason why a lot of people, 
you know, are not happy even to come to the house of the Lord is because they are not experiencing the goodness of God. It's because their life is full of challenges. You know, their life is full of chaos. Because of that, they don't even have that passion. They don't have that joy to even come to the house of God. But in a year where you experience the goodness of God, you just join forces with David and say that, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of God. It is my prayer that God will make this year a blessed year and a good, a good year for us. So that we will come to the house of God with joy. We'll come to the, it doesn't matter whether it's Wednesday. It doesn't matter whether it's, it's Sunday evening. Because we know that in God's goodness, anytime we come to his house, yeah. we see his glories. We see blessings. And we come with all joy. Yes. And we, we, we stay in the house of the Lord. Yes. You know, David said that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. So when you experience the goodness of God, nobody forces you to come to the house of God. The house of God becomes a place for you. You come and you serve God because he meets us at the point of need. And, and when God's goodness also crowns his church, we see signs and wonders in his church. You know, because he's here. He's moving. He's, 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 we are seeing his goodness all over. We come here with prayer requests and we leave with our prayers answered. We come here as victims and we go home victims. Because God is meeting us. He has crowned his church with his goodness. It is my prayer that God will crown Holy Life Tabernacle with his goodness. We will experience the goodness of God even in the house of God. The church will be on fire than ever before. People will come here lukewarm and they will be sparked up with the fire of the Holy Ghost. They will go home transforming their homes for God. That is what you experience when you experience the goodness of God. Anytime you experience the goodness of God, your year is crowned with the goodness of God, yes. you see the protection of God. Yeah. You know, when you read the verse 7, it says that, the 65 verse 7, the Bible says, it said that, who still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, and the turmoil of the nations? Maybe you can add the verse 8. The whole earth is filled with awe at your wonders. Where morning dawns, where evening fades, you call forth songs of joy. You know, you know when you when you read when you read some, it talks about the tempest. It talks about the winds. And anytime we see this in scriptures, it talks about like the attacks of the enemy. Yeah. It talks about challenges. Yeah. It talks about difficulties. And here we are seeing that when they experience the goodness of God in that year, God actually offered them protection yeah. from the roaring seas. Yeah. We see in the New Testament where seas were roaring. Mm-hmm. You know. Bible says that an evil spirit came like a tempest and was tossing the people to and fro. But there was Jesus in the boat. Hallelujah. When you experience the goodness of God, the tempest cannot overcome you. You know, the tumult. And I was trying to find out what tumult means. And I realized that it is footsteps, noises of people. You know, when people walk and then they make so much heavy, sometimes when an army is approaching, you know, they, they stamp their feet. And sometimes it's, it's really strong. Yeah. You know, and when you read scriptures in the book of Second Kings, we see lepers who were cast out. Yeah. And they said to themselves, if we stay here, we'll die. If we go to the city, there is no food, sure. we'll still die. Yeah. Why don't we go to the camp of the enemy? And Bible said that as they were approaching, you know, their footsteps were like a mighty army. Uh-huh. And when the enemies heard that, they ran away. Yeah. You know, God is going to calm every tumult of our enemies yeah. when we experience the goodness of the Lord. Amen. When we experience that he protects us, our household is preserved. You know, he, he delivers us from every attack. You know, I don't know about here in the U.S., but my African brothers will, will, will testify. Anytime the year is getting to an end around this time, so many things happen, especially in Africa. 
So many sacrifices go on in the spiritual realm. So many accidents happen. So many people die. It is like uh, the enemy is on rampage. So around this time, families are on the watch out. Around this time, Christians are like really praying, trusting God that God will know protect their children. God will protect their household. God will deliver them. Accidents, you know, just increase around this time. And, and, and people who don't even serve God around this time become very good Christians because they don't want to die. You know? But, but when, you, when, when God crowns your year with your goodness, Amen. death does not come close to your household. Right. He protects you and your household. He protects you and delivers you. You receive divine protection from every attacks of the enemy. Yeah. So they, they receive divine protection. When you read the book of Job, chapter 1, verse 10, the Bible was talking about how you know, Satan appeared, you know, in the presence of God and God was asking him what he has been up to and he said that he's just moving to and fro, causing troubles. Yeah. And, and God was telling him that, have you considered my servant Job? And he said that how he fears me, how he loves me. And then Satan was saying that, God, you, you don't know that Job served you because of, a, because of your protection over his life, because you have, prote- you have formed a hedge around everything that he has and you have prospered his hands. So it means that when God's goodness is upon your life, you actually have an invisible hedge around you. You have, you, have, you have fire all around you, all around your children, all around everything that pertains to you. God offers you divine protection. So it is my prayer that God will offer us great protection even in the year of his goodness. The Bible says that the angel of the Lord encamps around them that fear him. And he delivers them. Because you are the righteousness of God, because you fear God, because you are a child of God, in the year of His goodness, His angels have encamped around you. Amen. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Walk in confidence. God's goodness is all over in our lives. So we receive divine protection when we exp- God crowns our year with His goodness. In the verse 9 to 13, the Bible talks about the fact that in the year of His goodness, He prospers the work of our hands. Yes. You care for the land and, the water, and water it. You enrich it abundantly. The streams of God are filled with water to provide the people with grain. Yeah. For so you have ordained it. You drench its furrows and level its ridges. You soften it with showers and bless its crops. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's talking about the fact that, you know, they received a bumper harvest. God actually flourished, you know, the works of their hands. God yeah. blessed them. Yeah. So when God crowns your year with his goodness, you, your, your hands are blessed. You actually have the Midas touch. Everything you touch is blessed because God has blessed you. So it is my prayer that as we talk about he crowning our year with his goodness, may he, may he bless the works of our hands. Yes. May he cause everything we do to prosper. The Bible says that Joseph was promoted in the house of Potiphar because everything he touched prospered. Yes. Bible says that from the time he was brought to the house of, of, of Potiphar, everything changed in the house yes. of Potiphar yes. just because of him, because God's right. goodness was all over his life. God had blessed him and God prospered him. Yep. So in the year of God's goodness... When God crowns us with his goodness, he prospers our path. It's my prayer that may God bless us. And, 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 and one thing I see also in the verse 11, you know, the New Living Translation says something. It said that even the hard parts overflow with abundance. You crown the year with, with a bountiful harvest. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. You know, when you go to, when you go to the, the, the farm or when you go to, yeah, when you go to a farm, there are always pathways in the farm. You know, you have where you, you cultivate the crops and then where individuals walk. You know, the, the topology of, of, of that ground is different from where you plant. Those pathways are very hard, very compact, 
because we tread on that part, we, we, we put a lot of pressure there, and it becomes the most unfertile ground in the farm. And nobody will want to plant there because there is nothing there. When you read scriptures in the New Testament, in the book of Matthew chapter 13, the Bible talks about Jesus telling a parable of a sower. You know, and he also talks about the hard grounds where you know, the seed is thrown in, in tons, where the tons choke it up, the seed is thrown in, in, in the rocks, where the, the soil is shallow and because of that the sun scorch, scorches the plant to death and then where the seed also falls on the hard ground. That is the, part, the, the pathway, the, the hard ground where people walk. It is very unfruitful. It, it, it doesn't contain any nutrients to support growth. But Bible is saying that when you experience God's goodness, when he crowns the year with your goodness, even the hard grounds where people don't even consider planting, even as for you, things are going to flourish. When you go to your farm and then you harvest and then you are pulling your, your cart and even seeds fall on those hard grounds, it's going to blossom, it's going to flourish. That is somebody who experiences the goodness of God. So, so, so this is the word of assurance God wants me to give to you tonight, that do not fret about the troubles. Never think that a chunk, 10 months, that is like you know, a bigger portion of the year has elapsed and, and, and things have not changed. God is able to use just two months to turn things around. He says that he is going to crown your year with his goodness. In the midst of the challenges, in the midst of the storms, in the midst of the pains, in the midst of the cries, he's saying that it will no longer matter because what the glory that is coming before the year ends is much greater than the sufferings you have faced. All that he's expecting from us is to have faith. All that he's expecting from us is to have an open heart, trusting in him, still leaning on his grace, and he will have his way. He just needs faith to move. So just trust God that, that your year has not ended. He's going to crown the year with his goodness. So tonight, this is the word of encouragement God wants me to give to his church, that his plans for you are great. His plans for you are awesome and perfect. Just tap into that blessing. Just tap into that grace. Don't write the year off. Look to the God that you serve. He's much greater than the pains and the challenges you are going through. And he's going to crown this year with his goodness. Forget about the indicators. Look unto God, who is bigger than that indicator. Tonight, may the Lord bless us. Tonight, may the Lord fulfill his word in our lives. Tonight, may every word God has said concerning our lives come to pass. Tonight, even if there is any sickness, even if there is any pain, even if there is any challenge, the word of God is saying that he's turning everything around. And crowning our year with joy, crowning our year with peace, crowning our year with his goodness. And it is my prayer that his word, which never fails. Bible said that his word does not come void. It comes to accomplish the purpose for which it was sent. It is my prayer that the purpose for which this word came in your life will be established even in the name of Jesus. May he give you a testimony to share. And may all glory and honor be ascribed to his name. May the Lord crown your year with his goodness. Go in the blessings of the Lord Amen. in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. If anyone wants prayer, I'm here. Bless you. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife@brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. 
If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.